Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. A happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger. And hit me up at Dan Beyer on Fox. Although I will say, Mike, if we are asked fantasy questions that we address in the pod, 
I may not be answering them right away on social media because I do want people to download this podcast. And if we reveal all of our answers, then we shouldn't even do the podcast. I felt bad because Scott, a longtime fan of the network, uh, tweeted us a a question on a a play. And it was something that you were heavy on last week. All I can reveal it. You really like David Montgomery against the Atlanta Falcons. And Montgomery was one of his lineup plays. And I could have just given him the answer, or you could have just given him the answer, but I'm like, well, go check it out of the pod. Mike talks about it. So it's the only drawback, I feel, with social media is we still want you to listen to this darn thing. No, that's right. And uh, if you listened, then David Montgomery was a win for you because I had him fifth in running backs, finished sixth. I'll take nice. it because I did not expect Samaji P. Ryan to top him <laughs> or Jamal Williams or, for that matter, Najee Harris. I was telling you offline my uh, – my near catastrophe in my guillotine league. I survived, but barely. But I had Najee Harris and his 27 points sitting on the bench. Didn't take my nine, set it, and forget it. Ron goes down. No, I got cute. So in my three-point conversion, I had Kadarius Tony, who gave me nothing. Nothing, Dan Byer. Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, yeah. Tony. Uh, had no <laughs> hits on the charts this week. <laughs> Hopefully that's an anniversary you don't have to uh, relive next year. But David Montgomery did come through, had uh, three catches for 54 yards, did his damage on the ground, 67 yards, a score. So he was one of the uh, the good plays that Mike Harmon had. And you may have to rely on David Montgomery quite a bit now that Justin Fields has got that shoulder injury on. Tell you what, your Bears kind of got screwed there. But uh, now you look long-term. Who knows who's going to play quarterback for who in the Bears-Jets game in Week 12. But uh, maybe. Montgomery carries a bigger load for Chicago again. Uh, Trevor Simeon, Northwestern Wildcat, against who? Mike White or uh, <laughs> Joe Flacco? Who we get? Oh, yeah, I, I think you're getting White, but I don't know if maybe you should be getting Flacco. Yeah, I was the only thing. I was chuckling. So Monday night on the show, I had Chris Plank instead of Jason Smith, so I didn't get to do all the uh, Jets talk. Although Jason would have been saying, I told you so, because three weeks ago he predicted Mike White or Joe Flacco would be the guy leading them to the playoffs. That's the question. I, I don't I, – you know, I know Mike White had his moments last year, but if you are the Jets, don't you feel safer being in Joe Flacco's hands? And I if it is, so. And if it is Mike White, isn't it more of a question on – Is Zach Wilson your long-term answer more than anything else? Huge question and a guy under great scrutiny. Uh, I saw a video that made the rounds a ton, Dan, and not to go too away from the fantasy realm, but it's all relevant because you look at the wide receivers who you have some pretty good talent there, particularly Garrett Wilson. Uh, He threw the offense and particularly his quarterback under the bus. Robert Sala in his comments just kind of like, yeah, he's got every right to say what he needs to say. Like, wow, I never had a coach do that with a quarterback uh, this early in his career. But you also saw Dwayne Brown and other offensive linemen after misreads and and terrible throws kind of turning to the sidelines with their arms raised like, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. And so the fact that you've got that you're at that point, and I think it's exacerbated by the fact that it was another loss against New England. In a game that you're in, that your defense did the job and that you can't put another three points on the board to give yourself a chance to win. You didn't need to score 20. You need to score six. 14 straight for New England against the Jets. The last Jets victory 
over the Patriots occurred December 27th of 2015. That was an overtime Jets victory. Um, and then prior to that, the uh, Jets had lost the last three. And then the Jets beat the Patriots. And then New England had a five-game winning streak. So it's, 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 not, it's not good. Not only is it 14 in a row, it's 22 of the last 24 against the Jets. And, That's unbelievable. That's a lot yeah. of head coaches, too, that haven't been able to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though, I, I was, I'm, I'm in a picks contest, a confidence you know, pool, and I know anybody who probably bet the game as well felt the same way. I, I, I don't bet single NFL games. Otherwise, I'd, I'd, be, I'd have a real problem, Mike. So I try to stay away. <laughs> I try to keep it as fantasy. But that clip at the end, you call the clip, New England kicks the field goal, Jets end up covering. Yeah. The, the, the spread that we had was three and a half in our thing. So uh, you win by three. But they don't call the clip. Touchdown scores and uh, Patriots end up covering. But uh, well, we that saw was a the couple biggest storyline. Yeah, because yeah. we saw one in the uh, Monday night game on the George Kittle run down the sideline. An, an obvious block in the back <laughs> that wasn't called. Uh, and, and he ends up scampering into the end zone. Fantasy owners got got what they needed out of Jimmy G. Ayuk and even McCaffrey still gave you over 100 total yards in those seven receptions. So you found some love, even though um, the story of the day was the missed handoff once Purdy came into the game. <laughs> oh, it happens. Crazy, man. <laughs> And the, the good thing is, at least people, uh, well, not too many people were watching uh, enough to put it up on uh, on on social media. Sure. I, I'll be honest. On Monday night, you know what I was doing? Um, Ohio State was playing in the Maui Invitational, so I was checking that out as well. But also here on the uh, West Coast, we had Jeopardy going on. So I, I'm not going to say anything that was going on because it's Tournament of Champions, but they were in the sixth game. It's a best of seven, whoever reaches three first, for those that weren't watching. And I didn't want to, because I didn't know what the outcome was going to be, and I didn't want to leave it up to Twitter, and I didn't want to see something I didn't want to see. So I ended up flipping back and forth. But at one point while the game was going on, I'm like, i got to see what's happening in Tournament of Champions in Jeopardy. So that's where the remote was going on Monday night. I dig that. Get that. Uh, got to ice up, son. Got a big weekend <laughs> of uh, football and assorted so, sporting events ahead. So if I if I was to say, if I was to say this guy – is going to start week 12 for the New York Jets against the Bears. What would your response be? I think it should be Joe Flacco. So who is Joe Flacco would be your response. Yeah, who is Joe Flacco? And who is Trevor Simeon? And they will battle each other. Uh, I, I don't think Justin Fields should see another snap. You saw what you needed to see. You saw improvement. You kept losing. You have number three pick in the in the draft. If Simeon can get you a win or two, great. If not, yay, you got the number three pick in the draft, and you have yeah. a quarterback that you saw enough to say he's going to be good. Now, do we need to keep tinkering the offense? If you're the Bears, hopefully Getsy stays, right? But the idea being that you saw enough growth from Justin Fields, you have a lot of money to spend under the cap, a couple of component parts in Mooney and Komet that you like, and you start and you ch- traded for Claypool. So there's three guys, and then you go and fill out the roster by buying the next round of groceries with the GM to at least at this point, you got to think uh, has a vision that looks okay. You're scoring a lot of points. 
right, 24 or more four straight games, and you're on the losing side. We're trying to debate how much do you like progress with losses, Dan? How does that sit yeah. as a fan? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. If you are if if you're out of it, um, I, you know. Gosh, you know, when the Seahawks won the NFC West and they beat the Rams with Charlie Whitehurst, I was actually cheering for a loss that night. And then that led to the beast quake and NFL history was made. So what that tells me is I shouldn't always just want a better draft pick. That I should think of progress or, Mike, option C in all of this, other unintended consequences or benefits that actually may uh, entail for playing it out. Something that, uh, you know, that maybe isn't as tangible as we see is like uh, more than just a better draft pick or more than, hey, this, you know, players added this rapport, added this to their game in the, you know, last four weeks. Um, I think I think it's dangerous if you play on draft picks because that's what I did and and uh, I think I missed out on a lot of stuff and wanting wanting just a higher pick. What's the, what's the difference in the NFL, by the way, if you pick two picks later and you want a guy who's a safety and the teams that were you know would have been in front of you already have their safeties. You're going to get the guy anyway, whether you're picking at say 34 in the second round of the 36. So. Yeah, I, I guess I got to go with progress. Yeah, I think Ian, it's it's the weird thing, right? Because that's what they're trying to reconcile in Chicago is that you're getting progress and you're seeing progress. Certainly offensively, it's light and light years ahead of where everything was under the Matt Nagy world. Now it also took them several games to realize, hey, maybe we need to roll the pocket because our off our offensive lineman interior can't get off the snap and block at the same time, which is a whole other problem. Uh, but you, you look at what they've got. And with the losses and where the NFL is in 2022, the difference between where the Bears are and one more win is like eight draft slots. Yes. Right? So that's the other consideration, I guess, down the stretch is how great is three in theory, right? I'm not a draft pick guy. We've talked about this a lot through, you know, the blank those picks and whatever else. They're important pieces but they're pieces to a much larger equation, particularly well, since most teams don't get them right. Yeah, but also, right? also FM picks is one thing when you're picking 24th sure. or 30th, not no. when you're picking third. But, you that, know. but that's the point, right? So when you have third, in theory, maybe you can get someone that wants to go all the way up for that guy, and now you're adding, theoretically, two pieces to the equation, maybe a, a later first round plus a third or or whatever it is. Again, it's trust in your front office. And the blank those picks is clearly, hey, we just need to win now. We'll see what happens. I mean, you see what it's done for the Rams. Top-heavy roster, couple of injuries, and a run game that never bothered to show up. And sure. here we are. But also a Super Bowl championship. No, know. but that's just it, right? You got your title. Yeah, yeah. We actually talked about that plank and I on Monday night quite a bit. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll mortgage it all for one. Like, look, even though the Lakers have been a laughing stock for a decade, what do they have? Title. Yeah, no. I, right, the Marlins. What do they have? Two World Series. A lot of not, bad not, years, but they got two series. Yeah, not to be that guy. We talked about it last week as well. I was sitting in for Doug, and it's just the Rams were getting so much crap for the team falling apart. And it's like, well. You know, we're crowning the San Francisco 49ers, and they've both made a Super Bowl within the last four years. 
And the Rams actually then went to another one and actually won it. So, I mean, what, you know, it, it's worked out well for them. And now is the payoff. But isn't that what, you know, every team in the National Football League would want is a Super Bowl? Ask the Vikings, ask the Lions, ask, you know, whoever. It, well, you don't look at you me. I'm in Chicago. Yeah. 1985. Yeah. We're still putting out books in mass of what these guys did. Well, I, you know, it's also interesting as well when you talk about, you know, bleep them picks. And, 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 and by the way, if you're listening to this, it's a very unique episode because it's our only episode this week. So we're going to get to Mike's top five uh, quarterback, running back, and wide receiver plays in just a bit, hot plays and all that. It'll be the only episode of the week that we do because of Thanksgiving, but we're all going to jam-pack it into one. Now back to the point, Mike, of if you're Denver – Okay, and and you can hit the you can hit the rewind button. You know they'd be they're sitting there right now. Their their pick would be fifth overall, mm-hmm. and there are buys that have to play out still. Um, but there's uh, week twelve doesn't have any buys, but week thirteen has uh, two teams, I believe, and then uh, week fourteen has actually six teams on buy. Then we're done with buys. But if Denver uh, really thought about it and was like, you know what, we'll suck this year. And now you're sitting there and you've got, you know, all these quarterbacks that are being talked about. You know, maybe maybe you get Bryce Young. Maybe you get C.J. Stroud. And you don't have to give up all the picks that you ended up having to give up for Russell Wilson and maybe now have more of a sense of what you can do in the future. It's very interesting. You wonder, you know, obviously the three and seven, Russell Wilson hasn't been what, you know, they, they wanted. So you would think that, yeah, if you're a Broncos fan, I think you'd rather be sitting there with number five and, and take a quarterback who right now is playing college football. Oh, 100%. 100% when you talk about what you've done for the future. And, you know, we've talked about it a lot, you and I here on the podcast and and on our respective shows and together on Fox Sports Radio for sure, uh, of Russell Wilson and the last couple of years and then coming into this year, expectations versus that huge salary personnel. Now, Javante Williams gets hurt. Melvin Gordon can't hold on to the ball in critical situations, finally gets released. Yeah. Garrett Bowles done for the year. Right. You know. I mean, you go on down the line, you've had, you've had a, a series of circumstances. We've talked a lot. I I have a, a mini man crush, not quite the Christian Kirk man crush, but I like Tim Patrick. And I thought mm-hmm. maybe his, uh, his place in that offense might have stabilized things a bit. But, you know, talking about the Jets and the, the Broncos in the same vein, you got defenses that are doing all world things. You need just a, a bit of efficiency from your offense and you're not getting it. Yeah, the the the, the Broncos situation is is it's triply bad. It's not doubly. It's triple because you're losing. You've given up the draft picks and now the guy that you have, you just signed to this monster deal and he may not be as good as half the league. Right. You know, I mean in the bottom half of the quarterbacks in the National Football League. So none of those things like you're not winning and you've also given up your draft picks for a guy that you've now signed to a lot of money. Just an absolute awful, awful situation. Maybe they should bring John Elway back. <laughs> well, he's up in the uh, decision-making process. So he, he, I, <laughs> these, are, these are George Payton moves, though. These are This is not John no, Elway. Sure. This is George Payton doing, doing his thing. No, I get um, it. Just saying that you know, his, his, his hand is still – and if he'd taken that equity – Think about it if you taken that ownership equity all those sure. years ago. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, like with a coach, you can buy your way out of a mistake. Yeah, you lost a year 
uh, reset it. All right, here's your going away present. So the Walton family, they decide Nathaniel Hackett needs to go today, tomorrow, week 13, end of the year, yeah. whatever the case may be. It ain't a financial decision. It's more just a philosophical, all right, what do we yeah. do now? Uh, with the quarterback position, unfortunately, even if you decide to extricate the guy unless someone's willing to take on a bunch of that salary, you're still eating a ton against the cap for what you signed Wilson. So uh, the punitive effect of the NFL salary is coming back on you. And I think Hackett's done, don't you? I, I Here's the thing, right? He gives up play calling to Kubiak. What got better? And I know he was quick. I mean, and I'm sure you guys heard it uh, and played it today. His response to the two-minute warning incomplete pass, he didn't mince words. Like, mm-hmm. whatever you do, you, you got to have the clock keep running. Yes. He didn't mention Russell by name, yes. but went as far as he could to hold up a picture of him on his cell phone, for crying out loud. Russ uh, also runs the football five years ago. May not get no, that's right. the 10 yards they need. But the clock keeps going. No, but that's the know? point. Even if you yeah. just slide uh, after yep. running two or three yards, stay in bounds, and, and do the Peyton Manning turtling effect, you still get to your same end game. Instead, you got the clock stopped. And I, and I will say, this is one spot where the defense let you down. Right? Sure. They had an opportunity to make a stop. They didn't. Raiders were mm-hmm. able to move 71 yards in a blink of an eye. Yeah. And then in overtime. Bada boom, bada bing. What what a play uh, call, though, right? I don't know if you saw this one. There was a great side by side of a play that the the Raiders had run with that same formation, and how Devonte Adams the first time had cut off his route on a really odd angle to go across the field, and this time he faked that same move, and Sertan bid on that, and just one step to the outside, and he was gone. <laughs> Just it's, amazing overhead footage of like, holy crap! That's all it took. It took Sertan taking one extra step in that direction, and away Adams went. Okay, I, I do want to get to the rankings. I just have one final thing to bring yeah, up go since ahead. we are talking yeah, yeah. about the the Raiders. Fire them all! And I'm, go. Well, I'm ex- and I'm saying this to Ryan Bershing, our executive producer, who I know is looking at his watch, being like, "All right, guys, let's move on. Uh, let's let's get to this. Uh, we'll we'll have the rankings in just a sec." But this is what's so unique as well about the Raiders situation is is now of the, the, the talk of them moving on from Derek Carr. And when you look at what they have right now, I mean, if you're Devontae Adams, this was the whole reason you went to Las Vegas, right? right? To play with your college buddy. You wanted to play with your guy. So you go there, apparently it wasn't about the money. Um, because Green Bay apparently had offered more, but he got the money and maybe it has to do with the weather and part of the country. Um, that's all understood. But now you sign that contract and your team is in a rebuilding mode and the guy that you wanted to play with may not be there anymore. That is something that I think that that we need to watch at least over the next, you know, I don't know, six months or so to just see how things play out because – Tell you what, I, I, when Devontae Adams signed on that dotted line after he was dealt to get that new deal, I, I'm sure he felt that Derek Carr was going to be there with him for a while, and now I'm not sure that's going to be the case. Yeah, I would say, first off, I applaud you for uh, jumping in, in the boat with me of the reminder that Green Bay did offer him a lot of money. 
<laughs> that, yes. se- that seems to be lost in a lot of ah, they they just they paid Aaron so they couldn't pay him. It's like that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. He chose actively chose the other spot. Um, yeah, the thing with Carr is that it's convenient, and and you get into the discussion because you have the out and the dead caps like five and a half million. Yeah, so and if you're, you're bad s- enough to reboot, then yeah. Yeah, you're 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 going to be picking second or third or you know or what you know right. whatever fourth. I mean they're fourth right now, but you know like there could be the opportunity. They were second entering the week because they only had two wins. Right, but. your two wins against Denver and then another one against Houston. Those are your yeah. three wins on the schedule. But to your point, right, all of the blown leads and everything else. McDaniel's gets the vote of confidence. Anybody that can put out that Mark Davis has no money problems has taken to Twitter multiple times to tell me that Mark Davis is liquid and can do whatever he needed to with a buyout. Me thinks they doth protest too much. But when you get to, I don't know the guy's liquidity, Dan. I have no idea. Uh, but you have a team that you're also missing two of your biggest weapons. Uh, down this, and everybody's got injuries, you know. But go on down the line. Like I've always thought, Derek Carr was kind of an average guy, and that's yeah. kind of what he plays out at. Uh, certainly, the locker room loves him. You see all the video and everything. That's all fine and good. He sounded like Elvis talking in his press conferences this week, which still creeped me out. Uh, thinking about Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, uh, but it, it's it's an interesting dynamic. If Devontae Adams were to turn around and say, "Well, if he's gone, I'm not sticking around. I'm not teaching a kid." Yeah, I I, I just I I don't think that it's you know I, I mean unless they bring in you know unless Bryce Young's there or they're going to get C.J. Stroud. Um, I just think it's even if it's even if it is one of those guys it's not what Devonta Adams signed up for a year ago for what he thought he was signing up for and i i don't know Devonta Adams is a you know a a stellar top level uh person but he wanted out of green bay and uh you know went to a place where he thought things were going to end up working a certain way and uh, right now they have it so just something to watch over the next 6 it's months it's a new world order it's going to be a lot of shuffling. This week, a lot of shuffling at the quarterback position because of injuries and weird press conferences. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, as we promised, the top five rankings. Again, this is the only episode we're going to do this week, so you're going to get everything uh, smack dab in this one. And at the end, Mike Harmon, Ryan Bershinger, and myself will hold a draft as we are going to draft lineups for a Thanksgiving Day only fantasy football showdown we can only take players that are playing on thanksgiving day and i actually think you're going to be surprised at how good these lineups uh, are going to turn out to be but nice is we're, ross we're... or chandler your first pick <laughs> i always go ross i am a i am a big ross fan when it comes to friends now from football for a football perspective monica's the best player most aggressive <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Ross provided more humor, I think, than anybody. I just uh, read Ross when he played rugby. All right, anyway, let's get to the top <laughs> red five. Ross, nicely uh, done. <laughs> the top five rankings at the quarterback position for Week 12 in the NFL. All right, we got some of the usual suspects in advantageous situation. Let's go Jalen Hurts right off the jump against Green Bay. Uh, we saw the light go out of their eyes, kind of like the Terminator when he's getting crushed in the machine and the red goes away. That's kind of what we saw uh, in that battle against Tennessee, and this is a, a bit of a get-right game for Philadelphia where things have been a little out of sorts of late, eking out that win against Indianapolis. How about Patrick Mahomes coming off a monster game against the Chargers? Hey, let's beat up the other L.A. team, the L.A. Rams. Why? Because offensively they got nothing, which means great field position and the opportunity to just run amok. Hey, maybe Kadarius Tony will show back up in the box score. You know, you really screwed me. Did I say that enough? Tony, 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 Noni. Noni, no, Noni was the character Elizabeth Berkeley played in Showgirls. Never mind, I put your mind somewhere else. Justin Herbert going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Another team getting bludgeoned. And, hey, we all saw the, the stat, Cliff Kingsbury and his 323 winning percentage in the second half of years uh, as the Cardinals head coach. Uh, that means nobody's coaching much of anything up. And we still don't know if Kyler Murray's going to be available. Don't know if Colt McCoy's going to be under center. Uh, it could be uh, really a disaster on a whole uh, 
other level with Allen uh, and Williams, keeping an eye on him day to day. But Josh Palmer, the stud that we love so much, uh, you've got a monster offense with Eckler uh, in the backfield. Josh Allen on Thanksgiving Day going up against the Detroit Lions. Said it. Forget it. Detroit doesn't. Well, no, actually, Justin Fields threw an interception that was caught by Akuda. So maybe uh, I speak too quickly about Josh Allen being able to give the ball away this week. Uh, but then we got Tua Tungavailoa going up against the Houston Texans. They may change their quarterback uh, and looking for the Dolphins to come out and get that offense grinding once again after a week off. Yeah, we did talk a lot about quarterbacks. We did not talk about Lovey Smith being noncommittal with Davis Mills. Could be the Kyle Allen show uh, for the yeah, because that because that's the only thing wrong there, Lovey. Yeah. Oh man, you got it. You had to strip again. a guy of the captaincy because he was a crybaby that he didn't get traded. Oh, uh, again, the two players <laughs> that I bought shares in in both my fantasy leagues this year: Rashad Penny and Brandon Cooks. There, well, at least there Penny it has is. the excuse yes. that he got hurt. Yes, but Brandon we all Cooks knew just he was going to get hurt. That's the problem. Is we I knew. know. Well, I, I honestly guarantee if you go back to our old podcast, I think we said week five as well. So I I, yeah. I think I I we put it into the universe, and I feel bad about that. But I feel even worse for having both of those on both of my fantasy teams. I blame myself. All right, let's get to the running backs. Top five for week 12. Let's go. Eckler going up against Arizona. He's got touchdowns in six of his last seven games. So uh, saddle up. Seven of eight coming up. Derrick Henry going up against Cincinnati. Uh, he had 132 total yards in that score in in week 11. I love watching this guy run, Dan. Once he gets in the open field, I feel like there's a lot of dangerous things that can happen. Uh, you're looking at a Cincinnati team that's middle of the pack uh, for fantasy purposes against running backs. But Derrick Henry is no normal running back, Dan Byer. Uh, number three, because I love him so, Tony Pollard. I just felt like I wanted to talk about Tony Pollard a bunch. Uh, You've watched him week after week. He's been absolutely dominant. Here's another spot. Even with Zeke expected to take on more uh, of a role going forward, the explosiveness of Pollard means he stays uh, at 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 least that 15-touch count, and we've seen so many explosive plays. Dallas, a nine-point favorite, over-under sitting at about 45 in this one, expecting big things again. Uh, Then we look at... Josh Jacobs against Seattle, 10th most fantasy points per game allowed to running backs. And fifth, after that dud, he was number one on my list, so right now he's in my doghouse, which is maybe why he's at five. Maybe I unnecessarily punished him, Dan. Saquon Barkley with that dud last week. We'll see if Dallas has the same gap integrity that they showed uh, in that thumping of Minnesota after uh, Micah Parsons called them out last week. Uh, I think there'll still be some room, particularly once you get into the passing game and some flare-outs. I think you're, you, how you saw the Cowboys use their running backs against Minnesota is how you're going to see them uh, the rest of the way. And that, and, and that specifically is third and short at the goal line. Pollard didn't work for him, so that's Zeke's role. And Zeke came through, did, you know. But you cannot keep Tony Pollard off the field. It's and funny. You've, you've been on that train for since COVID year. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a long, long while. I I might be the founding member of the Tony Pollard fan club outside of <laughs> Dallas Cowboys fans and Super Football card collectors that uh, are now cashing in 
uh, on his popularity. But, you know, just from the Zeke Elliott, because I kept hearing everybody throwing out his yards per carry or maybe a James Conner yards per carry or, you know, insert running back here. There, there's still some value in those carries. Like, folks, for fantasy purposes, yeah, I know, you're salty because it probably lends to some workload splits, whatever. But remember in the NFL, that's 40 seconds off the clock. Again, going back to the Russell Wilson, just run the ball kind of situation, right, is that especially when you probably, at least from all metrics and from personnel, you know you're overmatched. If you can shorten the game a minute, why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Even if the guy's barely falling forward. Just one to grow on. Absolutely. Top five wide receivers for Week 12. Again, we're taping this uh, episode, recording this episode. Uh, It's early Tuesday on the East Coast, late Monday on the West Coast. So if you're listening to this later in the week, make sure you check all of your injury reports in case something pops up. But, Mike, who are your top five wide receivers for the week? Plenty of chaos still to come, no question. Devontae Adams off the game winner playing against the Seattle secondary. He and Derek Carr making some magic. Look for it to continue this week. Stephon Diggs going up against the Detroit Lions in that secondary. Very generous throughout the year. A.J. Brown, third, going up against Green Bay. Injuries, ineffectiveness, pass rush has been stymied, and an opportunity for Philly to get back on the the, the winning side of things. Justin Jefferson is a guy I've got a big asterisk next to because he's playing New England. Let's see what you got, Kirk Cousins. Are you going to be uh, sunned and schooled like Bill Belichick does to all young quarterbacks? Look what he just did to the Jets. He tore them apart! Mm-hmm. Or maybe he galvanized them. I don't know. Uh, but either way, same thing here. Kirk Cousins coming off a huge dud. Jefferson uh, erased from the box score. We've seen that a couple of times this year, Dan. Part of me is fearful uh, that that could happen here, but I'm going to go with the talent winning out in the one-on-one. So while I may still pick New England to win the game, maybe, uh, I'm looking at Jefferson still to get his. And then finally, even with quarterback uncertainty, I think you just put anything in DeAndre Hopkins' range, he's going to catch it. At least that's what I saw in Monday Night Football. So put it up early and often against the Chargers. Yeah, he gets the targets, whether it's uh, Colt McCoy or Kyler Murray. Unless Kyler Murray's mad at him for yelling at him in the first half, then then he won't won't get those those targets. And by the way, thank you very much to Minnesota for keeping up uh, the nickname I gave to the Vikings, and that is Minnesota because they're just an average football team. Nicely. Can we market that? Can we sell T-shirts? I'll tell you, it, it works well and it fits. Uh, that's for sure. Those are your top five players at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver positions for Week 12 in the NFL. Now let's get to the guys that may not be in the top five, but you may want to get in your lineup because they have a juicy matchup or for other reasons. Mike, who are your hot plays for the week? Let's start with our uh, quarterbacks. Geno Smith going up against Vegas and... Well, Derek Carr on the other side. Why don't we look for some points uh, in this matchup? 47.5 is the total. Seattle, 3.5 point favorites in this one at home. I'm looking for some fireworks on both sides of the ball. I've done everything I can to kind of build up what the Seahawks roster is and really what it kind of was even before this year uh, and how philosophies have changed. But you and I have had that conversation a lot, Schneider, Carroll, etc. But Geno, efficient. Uh, football being played by him with Derek Carr with some stability in that run game with Jacobs. Look for he and Devontae Adams uh, to configure, continue their brilliance. Looking at Tom Brady going up against Cleveland. 
Uh, he's on the back end of that QB1 opportunity. Jeff Wilson going up against Houston. Why? Because we all run well against Houston. Uh, Rashad White going back to that Tampa-Cleveland game. He is the guy there in Tampa. I know Leonard Fournette threw a little bit of a tantrum. Uh, he'll get over it. Uh, and they'll get rolling once again. And I mentioned him a little bit earlier. I don't care if Williams and Allen are up. Josh Palmer's the guy. He's been the steady, consistent option for Justin Herbert throughout this season. And even with those guys on the field, it's even better because now he's drawn the third cornerback. Good for him. The uh, Chargers are in Arizona, as Mike mentioned earlier, taking on the uh, Cardinals. So you could see some uh, uh, points in that contest. All right, let's get to the flip side. The cold source, the guys you don't want in your lineup, you don't want to see or touch or have anything to do with. Let's get it on. Uh, is it chalk to say... Uh, Aaron Rodgers at this point? He <laughs> can say it. Yeah. yeah, we'll say it anyway. Uh, it's not good for anybody. Philadelphia best against quarterbacks, so uh, can beat it. Ryan Tannehill going up against Cincinnati. Some folks feeling a little cheeky because he's found some some receivers and Traylon Burks is back, etc. Uh, you're looking at the Bengals being the fifth best against opposing quarterbacks. Russell Wilson again, shrug your shoulders. But, you know, sometimes you got to take the chalk. Dan, that's what it's there. Uh, Carolina uh, on the other side of that. Nick Chubb against Tampa. We're going big game hunting there. 17th in yardage are the Buccaneers' run defense, but they've only given up three rushing touchdowns all season long. So let's keep an eye on that one as Tampa Bay comes out of the bye week. Um, looking at Captain Kirk going back to the quarterback position for one last. Mentioned it against New England. Jefferson may get his. There might be a couple of bright spots. There's just one of those ma- – it's a matchup I- I'm not feeling good about in a short week. Primetime, standalone games. We know mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins and his history. It's one of those that I just kind of raise. I'll raise my beer and just kind of say good luck to you, good sir. Uh, Alvin Kamara going up against San Francisco, best against running backs. We know this. Cordero Patterson, yeah, he had the return touchdown. That gave you a whole lot of nothing uh, against the Bears. And you're looking at Washington, the surging Washington commanders, fifth best against running backs. And then Isaiah Pacheco. Opportunity is going to be there. Perhaps you take a look at it uh, and you still start him, but the Rams are seventh best against running backs, quick wide receiver. Uh, The targets are there, but the uh, opportunities for big plays have not been Deontay Johnson. I still see him ranked highly all over. Wishing, wanting, hoping in Week 12 is a dangerous thing. Indianapolis says second best against wideouts. All right, and quickly, your ninjas, a couple of sneaky plays that we've got for Week 12. All right, Mac Jones going up against Minnesota, 10th most fantasy points allowed. Curtis Samuel back to those commanders against Atlanta, most fantasy points to wide receiver. How about Demarcus Robinson of Baltimore? Two of the last three games, you're looking at 15 catches for about 192 yards. Yeah, sandwiched in between there was an absolute zero, so we'll see what happens there. And then Matt Ryan going up against the Pittsburgh secondary. That's been very, very generous this season. All right, there they are, your hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas for Week 12 in the National Football League. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. As we head down the home stretch of this podcast, we uh, take the load off of Mike's shoulders and Ryan Bershing, our executive producer and myself, try to provide you with some advice that can help you either in fantasy football or maybe even in a survivor pool. Burst will be here with his streaming defenses and survivor picks in just a sec. But first, I got to give you one reason to start a guy. Mike, there are a lot of, uh, a, a lot of hot plays, uh, from the Buccaneers Browns game in your, uh, your matchup on the Buccaneers side of things. I'm going to give you a reason to start Browns wide receiver Amari Cooper against Tampa. I could give you a couple, um, and, and one of them is con- connected to the Nick Chubb shutdown that he's one of your cold sores. Browns have played 10 games this year. Amari Cooper's caught a touchdown in more than half of those. Uh, he is a top 10, top 12 wide receiver right now in fantasy. But the reason I'm saying to start him, Jacoby Brissett's swan song. Because Deshaun Watson comes in the week later, why not give Jacoby Brissett the opportunity to continue that budding relationship? I say start Amari Cooper against the Buccaneers in a game that the Browns are likely going to have to play some catch-up. Ooh, I like that. Fire it up. Yes, why and we've not? We've seen him be efficient, right? Efficient with the football a couple of games in a row where he was at 75-plus percent. So, yeah, spread it around. Opportunities abound. Our Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, ninja opportunity probably there as well. So, yeah, fun times. Jacoby and I'm gonna, Brissett. 
give you a reason to bench a guy, and this is connection to one of your cold sores. You said to not start Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying don't start Christian Watson. I believe that the Eagles will uh, lock him up, get a little get a little Darius Slay, if you will. He will be slayed. And then let's be real. Uh, Watson has been big play and touchdown dependent oh, yeah. over these last two weeks. And so for that to continue, you'd have to think that the Eagles are going to be aware of where the rookie is. So I just don't think it cashes in on Sunday night. Oh, I like that. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Darius Slay getting after it. We've seen him shut down more, uh, how should I say, distinguished and established receivers. And let's face mm-hmm. it, outside of Alan Lazard, where Rodgers will force feed the ball. What else you got? Yes, yes. I don't like Christian Watson in Philadelphia. Burst, what do you like streaming defenses for Week 12? Well, as we learned last week, uh, the bye weeks are huge when it comes to streaming defenses, mm-hmm. and it offers a tremendous opportunity. I had pointed out last week, look, the, the Jets, Patriots, and Ravens were all coming off of bye and all had great opportunity as defensive plays. All of them were double-digit points last week. Uh, I think there's another great opportunity this week, and that is the Miami Dolphins. They were just on bye this week, and they've got the Texans and potentially Kyle Allen. Uh, playing quarterbacks so uh, the Dolphins are a team I would definitely jump all over in terms of waivers uh, for other plays I I mean the Broncos Panthers is that going to be an an Iowa Minnesota total I would would not start anyone from that game right (laughs) 35 is the over under guys beautiful beautiful Um, and also if only if Justin Fields isn't going I think both sides of the Bears Jets is a good defensive play um, even if, if obviously Fields does, uh, the Bears defense is a great play there. Um, so yeah, for my defensive picks, that's what I've got there. And in terms of Survivor, again, at the aforementioned Miami Dolphins against the Texans, if that's still available to you, that seems like a slam dunk. Chiefs Rams also seems like a slam dunk for the Chiefs. But if you got to thread the needle a little more, uh, I like the Colts on Monday night against the Steelers. Uh, they got their first loss with Jeff Saturday, but they held it close with the Eagles. So uh, I, I like the Colts in that game. Yeah, they had an opportunity. They could have gone up two scores, had a first and goal up three, and Matt Ryan took a sack on a third down, forced him to kick the field goal, and Jalen Hurts and the uh, Eagles uh, made it down the field and scored the go-ahead touchdown. So, yeah, Colts could have been could have been 2-0, and but could have, would have, should have. But they beat the number, Dan. <laughs> if you bet them, they cat it home yes, for you. Yes, they did. They did. They absolutely did. Uh, the one-point win, and they were about what, six and a half, yep, seven touchdowns. Yeah, favorite. Uh, yeah, good job, Colts. Jeff Saturday, you're 2-0 in our minds. That's All right. 2-0 against the number, baby. Let's go. Mike and I usually wrap this up by giving you th- a three-point conversion, three things to look for. But it is Thanksgiving, and this is our Thanksgiving episode. We figured it would be fun to see what you could put together if you played fantasy football with only the three games that are going on Thanksgiving Day. So let's just use a, a, a PPR scoring league, but standard four touchdown or four points for touchdown passes, guys. Uh, six for rushing touchdowns. Let's just do a point a yard when it comes to, to, to rushing Bursch. Um, as if you don't have anything more to do, um, you may have to keep track of some of this. But <laughs> I'm scrolling it down as well. We're gonna we're gonna keep track. We're gonna run a lineup of a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a, a tight end, a flex, and a team defense. But we can only draft them 
from the Bills, Lions, Giants, Cowboys, Patriots, and Vikings. All right, so this is this is going to be fun. Thank goodness the Broncos and Panthers aren't playing on Thursday. Ooh. Yeah, it would be a much difficult, uh, more difficult task. And Denver we, defense is the number one pick. Let's go. <laughs> and you could you, listen. I know people do this with daily fantasy on Monday night. They could only pick from one team. But I'm just, I, I really want to see how good a squads we can get from just these three games. So, first, since you have to, uh, um, you have to keep track of this stuff. You first to make it fair that way, but. Uh, you, you can have the honors. Oh, boy. Um, well, then I'll go ahead and take the one. I okay. will take the one then. Bursch, and then you can assign who gets two and three. Um, Dan, I will give you two. All right. It will be three. All right. He just knows, Mike, that I'm so good with those swing picks. <laughs> that's what he just he wanted no, to keep it out of my absolutely. hands. That's, right. that's what he wanted to do. All right, Ryan Bershinger, uh, you are first up in our Thanksgiving Day only draft. All right. Well, I'm going to look at receiver here. I'm going to take Stephon Diggs, number one. Mm. Uh, I think with the Bills offense against the Lions defense, there's a huge potential for a whole lot of points there. So, yeah, I'll take Diggs, number one. Okay, so Diggs is off the board. That puts me at at number two. I'm going to go Josh Allen. I uh, I just uh, I know there's some good quarterback play out there, but I think he's going to bounce back. Uh, from the performance that he had in week 11. So I'll take Josh Allen, number one. All right. Mike, coming you up got at two picks. Pick number three and four. Uh, I'm going to go first. Uh, I guess I'll just take both running backs. Give me Pollard and give me Barkley. Oh, nice, nice work. This is. I was wondering how this was going to fall um, because I think that there's great success there. And I was hoping maybe one of them would fall to me. It's kind of why I wanted to take Josh Allen. I'm going to take Justin Jefferson uh, with my pick. So I will say I will count on the bounce back after the tough game against the Cowboys. So I'll take Justin Jefferson. See if a defensive back decides to give him another incredible catch. Yeah. Instead of knocking the ball away. <laughs> Burst, what do you got for year two? Um, well, I will take – I will go running back. I'll take Dalvin Cook. Okay. Um, and let's go with CD lamb. Hmm. CD lamb is off the board. Tell you what, I, I, I had a buddy offer me a trade, uh, for this guy. And, um, it, it's an interesting trade. Um, because I have Tony Pollard, my buddy offered me Jamal Williams and he goes, Jamal Williams and whatever you want for a, and, and what do you think? Not whatever you want. What do you think? And I'm like, man, that's actually a pretty interesting deal. Um, so I'm going to take Jamal Williams as part of this deal. Nice. Uh, rolling with the Lions right now. And uh, I know the, the, the Bills defense seems up to the task, but we'll uh, just count on uh, the uh, Lions to keep things moving. Remember, we talked quite a, quite a bit before the season of how we didn't trust DeAndre Swift to stay healthy yeah. and how much Jamal Williams would be a value add. Think about him, David Montgomery, and a few guys that are going to win people leagues down the stretch here. All right, third and fourth round picks for me coming up. Uh, number one, you know what? I am going to go to the wide receiver well, and I am looking squarely at the fun and excitement that is Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm. Figured as much. Just because I like to say his name so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. And you got another pick as well. Uh, punt. No. Um, 
I Team think... defenses, all of them still available. No, Mike. that's it. I was actually <laughs> eyeballing, and there's two that you eyeball in particular, uh, and and I like the cut of your jib there. Uh, you know what? Off the quarterback slots that are out there, I'll take Dak Prescott. Okay, Dak is off the board. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to take Gabe Davis. Uh, big play, take the second target. I'll stack him and Josh Allen, so I'll take Gabe Davis with my uh, wide receiver pick in the fourth round. Our Thanksgiving Day draft. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, right now. I'll tell you what, we've got some really good teams. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and really some solid squads. Oh, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> Wait, Burst is like, eh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like I hate my picks already. <laughs> no, no, I like it. I'm just now going to uh, sit on quarterback because uh, why not? No, right. <laughs> hey, you know what though? Have at it because uh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, Got to play the board. Um, let's see. I will take, uh, I will take Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, damn you. (laughs) I wanted him for my flex. (laughs) I want your flex. That's right. (laughs) Say it loud and proud, baby. Very good. Very good. Hirsch, I love you too. Three years later, it actually worked out. Perfect. We did it. Um, let's go with, I want to be the first to take a tight end here because I don't want the third tight end on my board. Um, but I can go either way on the first two. Let's uh, let's go Dalton Schultz. I'll take Dalton Schultz. Okay, Dalton Schultz is off the board. Love it. Not too shabby. Do I do I dare go uh gosh, you know, I'm really I'm I've really put myself in a hole with uh I I can't go triple bills. I don't I don't think I can. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll take Ezekiel Elliott. I'll, I'll take him uh, with, with my uh, running back pick. Why not? There's some uh, there's some value uh, value there, and let's plan on him getting into the end zone. Zeke goes as my second I running back. I dig you for that. Uh, let's see. As we move through this draft, you start seeing the, the this all start to tighten up pretty fast. Mm-hmm. A little bit of puckering of how much you love or hate guys and, and the separation they're in. Um, so I'm going to go back to the tight end. Well, I'll take TJ Hawkinson. All right. I'm not thrilled about it, but I'll take it. It's all right. Okay. And uh, Oh, yeah, and I have one more. Back around. Yeah, back around for another pick. And this is where I take the Dallas defense. Hmm. I was I was wondering on who was going to take advantage of that because now I have to I have to take the Buffalo defense. Now that Dallas is off the board, I can't risk um I can't risk having to settle for someone else. So I'll take uh the Bills defense. Bursch. All right. Let's go with at my flex. Hmm. There's a couple of decent options here. I will take, you know, this is, uh, you said full PPR? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'll go with Jacoby Myers. Um, he's, uh, they got to throw it to somebody. So. Well, that's, a fair, that's the best assessment you can get right there. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to catch uh, the damn Um, And, uh, why not? I will, I will continue to sit on quarterback. I'll take my defense now. Um, 
I will, uh, you know, self-contradict here. I will take the Vikings defense because I like that matchup against the Patriots offense. Oh, so, okay. All right. Take the Vikings D. I am curious on who Burst is going to go at quarterback. That's right. No, that is true. Okay. Like, I don't Do you go with it's... the over-under? Do you look for a ninja pick? In there's... the end, it's not like I, I told him he owes me a week's paycheck when he loses. <laughs> but, there's... Uh, you know. I don't think it's going to be Mac Jones, but I do think that there is a debate. I don't think he's just waiting as well. I think he doesn't know which one he's going to pick. So that's why he's just waiting for it to come clear. Like, do you go Daniel Jones and, and the ability for, for maybe him to get some rushing yards? Do you expect the bounce back for Kirk Cousins? Or do you think it's just going to be pinball in Detroit and continue to ride uh, Jared Goff's hot arm? That's the... Uh, that's the question that I think uh, that I think Burst is dealing with. Um, all right, time for time for my flex. Uh, enough of me stalling. No, I like that. It was good filibustering, Dan. It was, it was pertinent, re- relevant content. Uh, I am going to go. I'll go Michael Gallup. So I'll take Michael Gallup. Hasn't been a huge, huge factor. But it gives me a good spread, a good mix of uh, of of players from different teams. How many so points do I up. get for minutes spent in the pregame or in-game talking about a player and showing rehabilitation projects? Is there any points associated <laughs> with that? Yes, it's five bonus points for every every uh, 30 seconds. Well, since Odell Beckham Jr. is rumored to be either going to the Giants or the Cowboys, tell me there's not at least 10 minutes of time on him <laughs> spent between the pregame show and in-game. Oh, are you taking OBJ? Is that what you're telling I us? I was just trying to be funny. Oh, cause, that you would know, be great. Com- comedy mixed here in is sometimes you know next-level stuff, you know? Big thought pieces like that. Uh, I will stay with the uh, Giants, though. I'll take Darius Slayton. Okay. I don't like it at all, but that's where we uh, where yield cookie crumbled. And then we get to the flex, which is my final slot in this fun and excitement uh, and theoretical exercise of greatness. <laughs> and the answer is I'm filibustering now because I'd Trying to figure out who's who's a value that's left up here on this big old board. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll t- I mean, I got I got a guy. Okay. And maybe it's a bit cheeky. But how about a, a little bit of Naheem Hines? Oh. Okay. All right. By the way, did anybody take Singletary? No. No, I guess I I dipped right past him. <laughs> I, I realized I probably should have. Well, I, I should have. I I guess I. It was one of those I would have assumed he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna take him. I was gonna take him ahead of Ezekiel Elliott, but I had Josh Allen and Gabe Davis already, and so I'm like, well, no, I can't, I, I can't take uh, Devin Zingle. I thought you were maybe gonna go James Cook. No, your, bad, uh, bad job by me, your boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you, uh, you got some Heinz. Um, <laughs> and I hate ketchup, so that doesn't even do me any good for the joke. Uh, wow, I'm that's gonna... terrible. How did? How? Do, how? Oh, we all did. Uh, we, we all I feel did. like an idiot. <laughs> what the hell? Right. I picked uh, the guy that's got one t- touch in each of his games. <laughs> oh, and the starter right. was still there. How did I look past that? Uh, wait wait till he has three touchdowns on yeah. Thursday morning, and we're all going to be kicking ourselves. Uh, give me Jonu Smith. I'll, uh, I'll wrap it up with uh, with 
with that as my tight end. Yeah. (laughs) Mike, it's not an indictment on your fantasy. It's an indictment on all of our bookkeeping. Bookkeeping, That's all it is. Bookkeeping failed here. Yeah, that's all it is. (laughs) That is all that it is. Oh, man. Wow, that's next level, though. That's that's all right. I uh, uh, go ahead, Burst. You get well. To be fair, though, his only three rushing touchdowns have come in the last two weeks, so he's due for a stinker. Right there, you go. (laughs) Uh, And with the final pick, I will take my quarterback. I will take Daniel Jones. Oh, there it is. Wow, there you go. That's right. There it is. <laughs> I always like the rushing potential that Jones gives, and uh, it paid off great last week. He had a he had a great week. Of course, that was against the Lions defense, so you know, take that as you will. But um, don't love this matchup for for Jones. But uh, I'll roll with Daniel. I, I think there's there's good potential there. I didn't want to load up on too many guys, you know, like on, of the same team, same squad. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But but. Quite honestly, um, can we make pickups in this league? Because uh, <laughs> I'd like to hit the waiver wire yeah. right now, please. <laughs> Dan, I guess you would have waiver priority. Yeah, all right, pick. perfect, perfect. Because um, you know what, I, jeez, uh, you know, what? I'm going to keep Gallup. I'll just get to keep him. I'm going to drop Johnu Smith. Give me Dawson Knox instead. All right. Yeah, yeah. So give me Dawson Knox instead of Johnu Smith. Okay. Uh. Uh, Mike, would you like to make a waiver move? <laughs> well, obviously, I switch out the Buffalo backs if that's the case. <laughs> and watch, Naheem Hines is going to go nuts. <laughs> I know. Hey, that's why I didn't drop Gallup for him, yeah. because I'm like, Gallup's going to score three times, yeah, and I'm going to look like an idiot. All of a like sudden, over-pursuit all over the damn place, and he's zipping down the field. Oh, uh, all right. Burst, you got a last one? You got one, huh? Um, Are you good? Uh, you know, uh... Want to rethink that Daniel Jones thing? No, nah, Because nah, you're thinking about I'm, Micah Parsons jumping on his back and riding him <laughs> to the turf, aren't you? I, I am riding with Jones. It's, uh... If what kind I of coat another... is he wearing? It looks like Micah Parsons. <laughs> um, do I want to do that? You know what? I will, I will, I will drop Jacoby Myers... No, I won't. I'm going to stick with Jacoby Myers. I'm going to stick with my. I'm, I'll, I'll keep mine. I was thinking okay. about going Isaiah McKenzie, but I'm going to. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. So, so run down, run down your roster, Ryan Bershinger. Got Daniel Jones at quarterback, Dalvin Cook and Ramondre Stevenson at running back, Stephon Diggs and C.D. Lamb at receiver, tight end Dalton Schultz. My flex is Jacoby Myers and the. Vikings defense. Okay, Mike, run down your roster. All right, quarterback Prescott, running backs Pollard and Barkley, wide receivers St. Brown and Slayton, tight end is TJ Hawkinson, flex is Devin Singletary, we all suck, uh, and the defense is Dallas. All right, good, because I'm going to make another move. I'm, yeah, dropping, let's go. I'm dropping Michael Gallup, and I'm going to pick up DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. So, so we're here's here's the reason why, because um, I just love the Lions on Thanksgiving. So there it is, there it is. I've I've made two pickups already. Uh, Josh Allen, Jamal Williams. I took both Lions backs: Ezekiel Elliott, Justin Jefferson, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, DeAndre Swift, and Buffalo. There here's it is. the question, Dan. Yes. What's on the grill? 
What's on the big green egg on <laughs> I'll Thursday? I'll tell you what. Um, I am working in the morning and in the afternoon, so it's whatever my wife and uh, uh, and father-in-law will end up cooking. That is what uh, that is what I am doing. So, yeah, I got a busy busy Thanksgiving at Fox Sports Radio. Thanks to the World Cup. So. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go. You want to do a, a thirty-minute breakdown of the uh, United States draw now? <laughs> I'm good. All right. I'm good. This is, I think, our longest podcast we've ever done. It's fantastic. It is our only one of the week. We appreciate you hanging out. We hope you liked our Thanksgiving Day draft because we didn't like our teams, uh, but, but hey, we're gonna have to live with them anyway. That's so, all right, uh, Burst, you good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all good. All right. Mike, you good? Dominating. Thank you. Happy all Thanksgiving, right. everybody. Thanks yes, for being happy with Thanksgiving us on the you I Watch Reflect podcast. We appreciate you. Yes, we are very, very thankful for your loyalty and uh, for you listening. And we hope you have a great and safe uh, Thanksgiving. We will talk to you on the other side of Week 12, where there will be a lot to talk about, especially as fantasy football trade deadlines come up. Again, happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you next week. For Mike Carmen and Ron Bershinger, I'm Dan Meyer. This is I Want Reflect. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space.
Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.